FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. All right, we're recording. So, what has possessed you at 5:05 my time, 8:05 your time? We're about to go live. We've got all the notes ready to grab a sweet tart rope and start eating it. They're really good. I don't know what to tell you. Why do you have those in your bag? Would he? What, for what purpose do you? I don't know. I don't know. Just in case. Know. Just in. Oh, so just in case you know you, when you when you have to start recording and you, and you have a, a a hankering for some some candy. That's the just in case. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're a real jackass. Uh, all right, folks. Welcome back to another. <laughs> Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate, former roommate, Mr. Sean Anderson. Sean, how are we doing today? Uh, I took a beating on Twitter. It's all good, though. We're going to rally. Uh, I took, Wait, for I, what? I'll say this. Unnecessary oh, beating the, on Twitter. Cause, yeah, cause yeah. Of what I said, yes. It, it was necessary. It was justified. You make a mistake, you get blasted for it. And I don't want to turn a heel, but we're going to be talking about some games later on in the show. And maybe I'm going to turn heel. I, I'm not saying anything. I could get flipped around. I don't want to turn Uh-oh. heel. I have a lot of, I would consider, friends and colleagues in the FCS landscape. And I'm oh, not, no. you know, Joe's normally the heel of the show. He's the one that's rambling and yelling about Holy Cross and doing this and that. I'm kind of the voice of reason is how I how I view myself. You know, that's. I can't believe you made that's it. That's what I do. I don't want to spoil anything, but I can't believe you're gonna you're gonna pick what you're gonna pick. Stop eating the fu- the goddamn rope. Stop eating the rope. Put the rope down. <laughs> what is this? We're not trying to have fun on the show. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, well, so Sean, so you can afford to buy as much um, sweet tart rope as possible. Uh, we know that you're a degenerate gambler, and that's that's how you're able to afford all this candy. Um, would you care to talk to our listeners? about a really good betting platform are you insinuating that i take my betting winnings and then i'm going and i'm talking to the clerk at the 7-eleven or cvs i'm saying hey i won five dollars today i smashed on the lakers (laughs) run me up well, because you make so you make so many bets and you get all of them wrong and then you get one of them right so then when you're in the positive it's like six dollars so then you go you go right to the the uh, the convenience store and you you buy yourself some nice uh, some candy. Apparently, it's like we once lived together, Joe. But yeah. now that I am not an NCAA athlete, I can gamble and I can gamble on sports, and that's what I like to do. I go to the new and updated desktop or mobile website to, and uh, I sign up today. Uh, you should sign up today at Bet Online, and then you you will receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe Fifty to receive your bonus. Bet online. We're about to hit the very sad months of winter. You, you get your NFL, but that's once a week, right, Joe? Yeah. What are you going to do Tuesday and Wednesday? You're just going to sit there sad in your house, looking Sleep. at your wife eating some food. Is that what you're going to do? Why no. Are you going to bring bring people's wives into this? Do you think like, everyone's in a, bad, a, 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 a failed marriage? You think here's what people are going to be doing? They're going to be looking their dog, looking at their dogs, saying, "You're not making me any money. What are you doing for me? I, I'm actually losing money feeding you. You can and sell you're the dog. Get upset at the dog. <laughs> Take that frustration. Why don't you go look at some hockey games? 
look at some mm. basketball games, college basketball games. Do that. That'll be fun. Get your Shoot sweat it. on. <laughs> Head on over to Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Another extended read where I could have kept it at 60 seconds. Thank you, Sean. Uh, well, if you actually want to treat your wives, oh no, uh, here's here's my favorite unlike, part of the show. Unlike Sean, who over here is, is assuming everyone is uh, just glaring at their their significant others and not wanting to deal with them. Apparently, uh, that's Sean's life. But if you actually want to take care of uh, your your significant other during the holidays and you want to buy some gifts for them, Lightbox Jewelers is where you need to head. Say goodbye to dull gifts, Lightbox. Lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques. They've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off price, so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. That might have been my first read that I've done in all. The, I think the whole season without messing up. That might be. I was waiting one. for it. Trust me, I'm sitting here. I'm the mongoose sitting outside it. the snake hole, ready to pounce. I got through it. Uh, you, good job. Quality read, Joe. In your freshly showered hair. Yes, yes. I'm glad you noticed. I, uh, you would be really making fun of me right now if you were here because I, I my hair is like long enough. It's at the right length where I'm going to keep it here, but I need to I need to brush it. So like it's very neatly brushed, and I'm sure that you can kind of see that. You know, oh I, I look like a maniac because it's it's wet. I just took a shower. Do you brush your hair? I don't normally, but I just started doing it. Why? I used to just kind of let it, let it be all mangy and shit. Why just start brushing your hair? Because it's long. It's long now. It looks good. You know, I've got I got good hair. I'm not bald. What like what, what, what 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 has possessed you to do that? Because I would like to look good. You gonna get a surfboard now? Oh, t- fuck off, uh, Sean! Whoa, whoa like a- what's that for? <laughs> whoa! Sorry, sorry. So that maybe maybe that was maybe that was me jumping the gun. Sorry, let me rephrase. One of my, one of my Perry Schrader. Can, can I rephrase? Rephrase. Not like we don't have a lot to talk about in today's show, but go ahead, rephrase. I'll rephrase. I don't want to. Are you going to get a long board now? All right, we're moving on to talking about today. We're talking about round three, which is the quarterfinals of the FCS football playoffs. And we also have uh, an announcement of who the finalists are for the Walter Payton Award. So we're going to talk about those finalists first, John. Walter Payton Award being the best offensive player in the country, the quote unquote Heisman of the FCS. There have been a lot of guys that have gone on to the NFL to have great careers. Trey Lance, most notably, one of the more recent ones. We we have a double nominee with Cole Kelly coming back, Southeastern Louisiana quarterback. And then his other competitors for the award is Eastern Washington's Eric Berrier and then ETSU running back Quay Holmes. So, Sean, the, the first thing that I want to uh, address here, and I tweeted about this. I also talked about it today when I was on the radio uh, in South Dakota because it was brought up to me because because I had not acknowledged it on Twitter. I'm a bit perplexed by Pierre Strong not making it in there. And, and I, Quay Holmes had a great season this year. I think he rushed for like 1,600 yards. Um, he had a lot of touchdowns. 
he was the reason why ETSU was as good as they were this year and why they were good enough to be a seven seed. But I, I'm just a bit miffed that Pierre Strong miffed. wasn't put in consideration here. I, I want to pull up the stats if you'd like to take it away. I If you're miffed, I don't know if there's anything that's going to be able to calm you down. Should I call in somebody from your building to make oh, you some tea? Stop it. <laughs> I've never I've never seen you this livid. I miffed did is I a misuse, new Did I mi- misuse the word miff? <laughs> no, I think it's actually appropriate but for, for Disenfranchised Joey that we've been seeing <laughs> uh, about, about uh, Holy Cross and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Oh, why would he use the word miffed? He's been on such a great role." They're both fantastic backs. Yes. And that is the bummer about some of these awards is that even in the FBS, we look at it and we look at the Heisman finalists. What do we have? Three quarterbacks, one two quarterbacks. Wait for, well, for FBS. For FBS, I'm thinking. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Three quarterbacks and a defensive lineman. But and this then, is this is just okay. offensive players. Right, right. Still, then you're only getting maybe Kenneth Walker, maybe, mm-hmm. or, or Haskins as a running back to get up in there. Then you're still only sitting with one running back, you know, and that's kind of the deal with it. And then if the committee saw fit between if they if they had to choose between Quay Holmes and uh, Pierre Strong Jr. And say there's 100 members, I believe it was like it had to have been like 51 to 49, because no matter what, you can't you can't take Cole Kelly or Eric Berry off the list. But if you're going for this running back standpoint, it's got to be two people that were swayed because they're too close. They're both too good. So I happy so, for Quay Holmes. I would have yeah. been equally as happy for Pierre Strong in my most lukewarm take ever. Just for some context, here are the top three people in rushers in FCS. Uh-huh. Pierre Strong, 575, uh, 1,575. Quay Holmes, 1,518. And then Isaiah, I, I am so self-conscious of pronouncing this now that it has been pointed out to us, and I'm still going to say it wrong. Afonze. Fonzie, I think whatever. you got it. I think you got Fonze, it. Fonze. Uh, and he had fourteen hundred thirty-four. The next closest person, Malik Grant from Sacred Heart, was a uh, about a hundred yards less. So th- that's the lead of the pack. Pierre Strong and Quay Holmes had the same amount of touchdowns, but I believe uh, Quay Holmes had a little bit more receiving um, impact. I'm just like I get it that ETSU's impact for ETSU was a lot bigger than what. Pierre Strong's was for South Dakota State because they had a, a viable quarterback option with with Oladoke. and I, I just I think that the impact that we saw from Pierre Strong Jr. and that big playability and the ability to just open up a game like he did against North Dakota State, I, I think that it was a bit more prevalent for me, especially going against better competition. And I'm going to say this now, and and I, I can't wait to see Colin comment this because he comments this on every freaking video. Um, uh, Joe thinks Pierre Strong is a first-round running back, but Pierre Strong is going to be a early day three drafted running back. Quay Holmes probably not. Uh, there's a there's a difference in talent. And look, I much respect the Quay, and I think Quay is fantastic. But I just think that Pierre Strong did a little bit more for me this season in terms of uh, impact. I get that it's one A, one B, and t- determinant on the week. Either one could be swap uh, interchanged. That's how it is for me. So I'm going to stay away from this one. I'm going to stay away from it because we don't know who's going to pop at the next level. We don't know. We like James Robinson. We didn't know how he was going to pop that much. You know, there are other mm-hmm. FCS running backs that we've liked that we've seen move on that didn't pop. So I still stand by the fact that I think Pierre Strong is going to be next year's um, uh, next year's 
James Robinson. I really do. That's fine. I'm fine with it. I I I don't have the not energy, but I, I'm not going to argue that with you okay. right now. I, I because if it's in the class, it's either Pierre Strong or Quay Holmes, and you <coughs> seem very stuck in your ways almost. So it seems like a it seems like a futile what? effort. Okay. Well, it doesn't even matter who the running back is because he's going against two absolute behemoths. Um, that are going to be the, uh, and no offense to Quay, but the, it is an uphill battle to go against these dudes to beat one of them out. Talking on Cole Kelly, talking about Eric Berrier. So just a quick rehash of their statistics. 5,124 passing yards, 44 touchdowns for Cole Kelly. He also had 491 rushing yards and 16 rushing touchdowns. Quick maths indicate that that is 60 total touchdowns on the season. Uh, for Cole Kelly. And then for Eric Berrier, 5,070, so less passing yards, more passing touchdowns, 46. Uh, he also rushed for 222 rushing yards and four touchdowns. Uh, it also is worth noting that Cole Kelly's major is general studies. So uh, interesting tidbit there. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> <I> matter. <laughs> I just, you read I, it. You, hey, hey, Joe Burgundy, funny. you read it and then you had to say it, huh? No, I found that funny because what the hell is general studies? Are you studying generally? It's like this is like it's a George Costanza major. A, That's what yeah, that is. You, you go in the courtyard and you're just standing there. <laughs> it's the summer of coal. You're just sitting there because <laughs> you finished all your other classes. <laughs> and the coach walks by, Cole, why aren't you in class? Like, oh, I'm I'm in general studies. <laughs> I'm gonna read a book this summer. <laughs> just gotta read one book the whole time. Start semester. a hobby. Well, he's been in college for eight years, so you know how much more could you learn? Um, here's where I'm at, Sean. I have to give this to Cole Kelly. Oh, he has significantly more rushing touchdowns. Like it's not even close. He's got more passing yards. He's got two less passing touchdowns. But the big thing for me, and if you had asked me who was going to win this award midway through the season, I would have said Eric Berrier without a question. But Eric Berrier dropped off a little bit. He had a couple weak performances. His peak was so high, though. His I know, peak it's, was so it's, so eight is naturally that he's going to drop off. He wasn't on fat stats all the time because he was consistently throwing three hundred thirty yards. I, I'm not going to cut. I, I'm not cutting you off, but I have to say this: okay. if I'm making this decision here, it has to be on strength of schedule because neither of them are on to the next round. So you're looking no. at it, you say, okay, they both have just about the da- uh, the same amount of passing yards, passing touchdowns. We can give a nod to the rush touchdowns, but then we're looking to strength of schedule, big, big sky versus uh, what, what Sela's playing in and who mm. their competition is. So that's what it's going to come down to. I, I think the committee, when they're judging this is going to go to strength of schedule, which would make everything else null and void because they're too similar. When you're looking at the body of work that they put in for their football team, yeah. both leaders, both focal points of the offense, correct? Yes. But look, here's my thing is that, Overall, there was more consistency from Cole Kelly. I only see one 200-yard game in here. Uh, the most amount of interceptions he threw was three against James Madison. In but the game, in regular what was the season? season? Was I got to know the turnovers now. Uh, eight turnovers for Barrier, ten for Cole Kelly. Oh, this is just this is going to be so freaking hard to pick. Because, you know how we pick? Uh, give me a second. I'll give you, give me give me two seconds. I'll t- I'll show you how we pick. 
The other thing too that like I, I'm looking at the completion percentages. I, I don't even go under sixty percent for Cole Kelly. I have a couple fifty percent games for Barry. I I just think that those sixteen rushing touchdowns are a significant enough m- number that you have to pick them. They are, but that's their that's how their offense operates. Where it's a lot of quarterback runs. Here's how we pick: okay. heads, Cole Kelly, tails, Eric Barry. What is this bit? Okay. This is how you can pick. I'm picking Cole Kelly. I'm picking Cole Kelly. Okay. Suck boy. Right. Excuse me? What it's is here? Called you, you a suck boy. Me. What is a suck boy? What? Oh, you weren't in the offensive line room. <laughs> Sorry. Tails. So who did who won? Eric Barrier. Did okay. what did you forget too? I thought you remember. I'm pretty, oh, I was Tails, Eric Barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tails, Barrier. Well, that's the level of intelligence and analysis that we provide you. Oh, so, like some jackass this past week commented that we're not funny and, and just stick to the football talk. But like, I, we don't know what we're talking about football wise. So what the hell are you talking about? This isn't a show if we're not just dicking around the whole time. I don't. Yeah. I, what do you mean? Hey, I was so per- I was like, why are you watching this then? <laughs> we're not on. We could. <laughs> okay, we got a lot of show to do. We got we still got to get to the yeah. games. Yes, but if I could clear this up, Joe, if we did a show where we just watched tape and analyzed it, we could do that in our sleep. It's not difficult. Yeah. It's not difficult for us. I spent uh, four years in the in the damn in in the in the office of line room. Joe spent well, he didn't go to many meetings, uh, but he understands the game of football very well. Mm-hmm. So he's watched a ton of tape. Not so. The analysis is not what you're coming here for. It's for just it's takes on this issue. It's conversation about the FCS. Mm, idiot. Wait, stick to the football. We we wouldn't we probably also wouldn't have made it been doing the show this long. The reason why we we don't do this for the sake of entertaining jackass number one on YouTube. We do this because we enjoy just hopping in and having a conversation for 30 minutes twice a week. I like, like, I like just shooting the shit with Sean and talking about FCS. That's why we do this. You think I couldn't break down? You think we couldn't just break down a first half of a game and and just talk jargon the entire time? How much fun is that for anybody, Joe? Any fun? Does anybody uh, like un- that? Un- 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 it's very unentertaining. Ugh. Absolute jackass. Don't watch, man. If you're watching right now, don't watch. Jeez. Click off and don't watch. I don't care. Us not being funny? True. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, we're not. We're not trying to be funny. We're idiots. But we're also not just here to talk about football. But God. to yeah, talk about yeah. football. You had an astute point about us not being funny. I'll give that to you. <laughs> Great point. But we can't just sit here and be like, oh, here's the here's his win rate against this defensive lineman in this front. We're not doing that. We're not doing we're that. We hate the PFF podcast. We hate now. PFF. We can't. We're not. We're not that show. Yeah, so go maybe listen there's to other trash shows. and go get his takes. Yeah, there's uh, other shows. All right, now back to football, Sean. Um, we've got four matchups we're going to highlight here, and we're going to go through them. Um, the first one being Sam Houston, one-seeded Sam Houston versus eight-seeded Montana State. This game is going to be played on the 11th of Saturday. I'm just making sure. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, 8.30 Eastern time. Sean, your initial thoughts on this game? It's tough. It's going to be tough. Simply because Montana State, and I'll say this now, if you're a fan of any other team, you're going to get a... They're the grittiest team left in the playoffs. They're the grittiest. 
I, that doesn't mean the meanest, the, the toughest, grittiest. the strongest, the biggest, they're the grittiest, all right? That's what they do. They run the rock. They play hard-nosed defense, and they're going to get up in your grill. They don't care who you are. And if you're facing that in the playoffs, it's not a cement mixer. It's a junkyard dog. And you can try to climb the tra- trash pile, but eventually that sink is going to give out underneath you, and you're going to fall into the jaws. So what? the only problem is, what? I can't make analogies? There were just a lot of moving pieces to that analogy. Sorry, continue. I when just, you're climbing up the pile in the cartoons, I got you. Yeah, I, heard, I, I heard. I heard it. I Go didn't ahead. realize I had to dissect my analogies. You didn't need to. I you was just like trying to figure it out. Go ahead. You knew what was happening. <laughs> continue. Oh, are you a hack? Continue. I okay, sure. Um, <laughs> Montana State is is gritty as hell. Sam Houston maybe the most well-rounded team in the FCS playoffs right now. Maybe they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play with a lot of momentum. They play hard, and they look like they really believe in their quarterback, which is invaluable at this point they, in the season. They believe they believe in their quarterback. All right, Joe, get your take. Go ahead. Please. You're sticking it up. I know when Joe's ready to talk is when he starts doing <laughs> shtick during my, during my part. No, continue. Sorry. No, I'm no, I am finished. Okay. I agree, and and the one thing I've been saying uh, this week for when I, people have been asking me about these games. What do you mean by that, Joe? <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I've been saying yeah, a lot ahead, about Sam Houston yeah, yeah. State that they're they're a very complete team. Eric Schmidt has has progressed to a level where I think that he is uh, one of the better remaining quarterbacks available in you know in these final eight teams. Ramon Jefferson's very good. They've got good receivers. They've got a really good defense. But Montana State's defense is far more elite than Sam Houston's. Uh, I would argue it's probably the best defense still available. Trey Anderson is a dude, and I keep talking about him. But the thing that concerns me, Sean, and I'm going to take a crack at correctly pronouncing this because we were corrected on Twitter. I'm not even going to try. I saw a lot of... I'm not... Mellet. Mellet. Yeah. That's what... I guess. I was... uh, Brooke... Turtle Ghostly says it's uh, it's pronounced like melon. So Mellet. So Mellet, the quarterback who stepped in, not Tucker Rovig, had a really good rushing day. But that was against UT Martin. Yeah. And I don't think that I can really put a lot of confidence in an underclassman stepping in in his second game, starting his second game. Yeah, a freshman. Maybe Rovig starts this game because of the that was just like a circumstance start. But if if Mellet is starting, and it's like the Cam Miller deal when they played South Dakota State, young quarterbacks at the FCS level, I don't care how athletic you are and how well you run the football, you are going to be thrown into a dogfight. And I think that, that that might be just a little bit too much. And I'm picking Sam Houston for that reason. Yeah, I'm picking Sam Houston just because of their, their balance on offense and defense, and their defensive line is just full of studs. Joe, mm-hmm. does it make me a bad person if I get a little triggered when I see Ryan Fowler talking about Troy Anderson like he just discovered him when he would like not like we have no. <laughs> wait what why do you get he's a, he's, a, he's a boy from one of my uh, that I uh one of my friends from here he works for the draft bible he does a good job I like his oh. content um, oh I know who you're talking about yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. I'm not allowed to speak negatively on the draft bible Oh, <laughs> draft network. No, sorry, draft network. Oh, the draft network. Draft right, network. Yeah. Oh, draft bible is a clown show. Draft bible is an absolute crap. I don't uh, know. Where. I think he's draft network. They're both in draft yellow. Network. Yeah, yeah. I like them. Draft bible is not yellow. They're orange. I don't know what they are. 
that's a that's a hack job we're friends but i get a little tilted seeing Mm -hmm. that he is uh he is now talking about troy henderson i'm like okay but you you know that believe and the the draft network are like partnered right yeah i'm still tilted (laughs) okay yeah i I, I don't know if you're just because i know him and he's a good dude but i'm just like huh I mean, you just why don't you hit to hit up your FCS guy <laughs> if you're going to be talking about him. Well, the Draft Network also has a partnership with the Shrine Game, so that's probably why he's tweeting about uh, 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 Trey Anderson because he was invited to the Shrine Game. So that's also probably part of it. You know what? I can't wait for him to tweet about Justin Covington next. <laughs> can't wait. It's not like we, we haven't been talking about him for two yeah. years. We also spoke. We also spoke to him. He was on the show. Um, speaking of Covington, the next oh, matchup, Sean. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look, oh, Chris wow, called that, to Jordan right there. Did you oh, hear that voice isolate crack? that! Isolate that! <laughs> listeners, listeners, isolate that! There's a way you can download Twitter files to or YouTube, YouTube the MP3. Give me the MP3 file of that. I, I now clip the video, Jamie. You know what to do. I I don't know if I can talk the rest of the show. I can't believe that my my voice just went up to that octave. What I don't happened? know what happened. I don't know. Did you swallow a bird? No, it's just sometimes like my I get too excited and sometimes my voice is just like no no we're not ready for that and then it just you know kicks up an octave. I don't know where that comes from because I physically can't replicate it. People look at us before hearing us talk in person and they think I'm the one with your voice and you're the one with my voice. Yes, that's that's I've been told that multiple times. I'd rather have my voice because my voice doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah, not the I I don't disagree with that. Uh, Thank you. Don't disagree with that. I just derailed a fantastic transition. Yeah, I was psyched <laughs> that you picked up on my, my transition. Five Villanova oh, versus South yeah, Dakota State. Yeah. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Sean, I'm going to keep this one simple. What are you, drunk? I'm going to keep this one simple. You do, are you doing a Robert Goulet? Is that <laughs> what you're doing? <laughs> no. La da Villanova. <laughs> That's by Will Ferrell, Robert Coulet. I don't know who Robert Coulet is. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> this matchup, I think, sets up perfectly for the underdogs. Should not be an underdog. Should be seated, but the underdog South Dakota State team to continue to roll. Villanova played really flat against Holy Cross, and it's hard to pick up momentum when you play a flat game against a team that you were supposed to blow out. So for me here, South Dakota State, I think, is in a really good opportunity to tote the rock with Isaiah Davis and Pierre Strong Jr., continue at the trajectory that they've been on the past two weeks against really quality opponents. Uh, and as, I'm just sad to say this, but like I, I, I love the Villanova guys, but they are put into a really, really difficult matchup. And the other thing, too, the home field advantage for Villanova is terrible. You think anyone's going to be at that game? No. Terrible. That stadium. That stadium sucks. Worst you think stadium. Go to I've a ever temple game. A temple basketball game. Stadium sucks. Do they have a track around their stadium? I was actually never there. They did. They did. Oh, you've never been there? No, I, I was redshirted, and then the next time we went, I was injured. I never was went. A, no, we only went there once. We only went there freshman year. No, because we didn't oh, play oh, them. Oh, we yeah, didn't play yeah. them junior senior year. I thought we played them senior. Year. They oh, put no. Is, they put us in a babble. closet. It, it, it was the tiniest locker room that I've ever. Worse ever than Harvard. Been. We, we shared worse than Harvard. It can't be smaller than Harvard. Worse than Harvard. We no shared way. the locker room with the coaches. Oh, 
one of those games. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That's, that's some inside. That's, there's inside baseball. That, that that's 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 what we call the fraternity of the players. Yeah. <laughs> the regular listeners, you got it. You guys can see do. some things you didn't need to see. All right, go ahead, Sean. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this game? Look, the South Dakota State gentlemen and ladies treated us great. They were fantastic, welcoming. They they took pictures and videos of us. They fed us. They provided beverages and hospitality out the ass. Just just fantastic amounts of good times. But I can't sit here and watch in the I can't sit here and watch in the third round my broadcast partner, former CAA teammate Joe DeLeon. Pick against the CAA. I can't let him do it. I won't let him do it. I'm taking Villanova. What? You're picking it off of that premise? That doesn't make me... uh, uh, I'm picking it off that premise. I'm not turning here heel at all. I see a better football team. If Villanova blew out Holy Cross, I'd probably be speaking Now you're becoming the baby face. I'm the heel now. That's not even how the heels do it. They just say what they're supposed to do, and they're not supposed to break the fourth wall. But guess what, Joe? You can't pick them up a bit. So now I have to break the fourth wall and explicitly say I am the heel. So you pissed everybody off on Twitter on Tuesday, Uh and now you're going to piss everybody off on Twitter on Thursday. Sure. Because of another bad take. Yeah. Terrible. And you know what? Terrible. All those hacks can just lie in it. Uh,. I just killed a bug. There's bug oh. all over my hand now. Oh, I'm going to have to clean that up later. Um, I, uh, if I had balls, I wouldn't say I'm just kidding about that. I don't. So it's just all right. We understand. I'm doing a bit for the show. I'm still taking Villanova, though. I yeah. trust in their offense. I trust that they have. They're ready to take the next step. They see JMU's leaving. They say. Who else? Who's going to start running it? We Rhode are. Island. Oh, I'm sure. Rhode Island. I don't get why last week all the Holy Cross fans were like trying to take digs at me for playing it. This year's Rhode Island team would have beaten Holy Cross. Yeah. Don't don't add also, me on that one. Bozos. Also, we knew the record that that we were. Okay, we've never said anything. We were bad. We were very bad. Um, we ever said we were ETSU, Sean. We're moving on. Yeah, perfect. Um, Bozo. Places to be. Uh, I do have places to be, and you know that I have places to be. We're on a tight schedule, Sean. All right, uh, so let's move 9 a.m. Pacific time. I'm going to wake up early for this one. You won't. 12 p.m. Eastern time. I will wake up early. I won't wake up for that. Oh. I'm kidding. I will you be up. You don't have, you, you're not going to be up at 12 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> you just. <laughs> Two North Dakota State versus seven ETSU. Sean, uh, what are your thoughts? We're just skipping. No, you guess you're saving that one for last. Um, Wait, what do you mean? The other games at the other part of the bracket. What do you? Oh, I, I the ordering in the document is wrong. I was going. Uh, I'm looking. I have the bracket in front of me because I'm using. The, I'm reading the times off. Yeah, uh, Roger that. Roger that. Uh, look, big fan of ETSU. They've been rolling. They've been solid all season. But that's what they've been solid. They're not North Dakota State dynamic. They're not North Dakota State depth. They're solid. And with a solid team, you can make it to the third round. And you should be happy about it. 
but you need the depth and the pieces and all the true recruiting to advance from the third round. And that's something that unfortunately, and it's not saying that ETSU can't get there. It's not saying they don't have a fantastic running back in, in Quay Holmes, but North Dakota state is so established and they have such a stranglehold on, I'd even say FCS recruiting mm-hmm. that it would be irresponsible for me to pick ETSU here. It just would be. And I, I don't even know. We can't say who we're rooting for, right? It will be a blast. I guess we did with Kennesaw. We were rooting for the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it'd be great to see more parody uh, because last year ruled seeing us DSU versus Sam Houston. It ruled uh, because we, we got something fresh and new. And we can root for that. I just don't believe it's going to happen, at least in this round. So I'm going NDSU. Uh, I still firmly believe that North Dakota State is still not the favorite. Um, I know. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah. I keep I keep hearing that, and that squished bug is bugging the crap out of me. It's just so squished on my notebook. Uh, very disgusting. Um, North Dakota State. Hey, <laughs> what? you eat that bug? I pay for your gas tonight when you're going to Pasadena. Why'd you say it like Pasadena? You eat that bug. No, you got to pay I for pay my dinner. For your gas, you got to pay for the dinner. To Pasadena, you got to pay for the dinner. What 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 type of place are you eating at? Were you going to In and Out? No, I go to a decently nice place. Oh. They got wine specials, so the wines. Have, what? I'm not price, buying your price. wine. I'm not half buying price, your wine. Half, it's half price bottles. Of wine. Let me see the bug. Let me see the bug and see if it's worth it. If it's a small bug, I'm not paying. All right, look closer to the camera, please. Oh, that's not worth it for me. Okay, good, because I, w- I wasn't going to do it anyways. Oh, way to go with a bit. E- ETSU, what they, what they did is the ability to transition is just fantastic. <laughs> ETSU, <laughs> ETSU, what they did is, is admirable. To, to come back in late fashion like that, like that shows resilience. That shows grit. That shows the things that you want in a, in a team that's competing in the playoffs. And stuff like that is going to help you further down the line in difficult matchups. And I, and I bet that. Yeah, having that that level of grit is going to help them in this matchup in a in a game where North Dakota State is just a so dominant running the football. I think that the I saw on Twitter, um, I forget which FCS fan nation guy tweeted it, um, but they tweeted that North Dakota State's rushing totals are like three thousand. They're over three thousand this season, which is insane to say. And there's so many different guys that they use. This is going to be a really tough matchup. And if they struggled and barely beat Kennesaw. They are going to have a rough time with North Dakota State. And Kennesaw, as we know, is a, a option team. They run the ball very, very effectively. Um, and they gave up 31 points off of a team that only ran the football. What do you think is going to happen against North Dakota State? You think that they're going to stop the run suddenly? I don't I don't think so. They're also very thin along the D-line. Somebody else also tweeted, I need to start rep- like getting actual freaking, uh, I, I should have, bookmarked these tweets and credited these people, but somebody tweeted something about how the, the D line for ETSU are like all 260 pounders. Like they're light dudes. So this is going to be a tough matchup. I'm picking North Dakota state. Uh, it's pretty clear. And this, this one might be like a couple touchdown victory. Now, if the over 3000 was actually over 9,000, <laughs> would that change your mind? What? Dragon Ball Z reference air breaks. I don't <laughs> I've never seen Dragon next, Ball Z. Next game. Oh, You've never once. seen it. It's, it's over 9,000. So you pick 
North Dakota State. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else to throw in? I don't make anime references. You think I'm gonna freaking it's like a meme reference. I thought you were like a meme guy. Joe Joe said I, he started I, a meme page and then he 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 didn't want anybody that to was find during quarantine. It, but he wouldn't he wouldn't tell anybody what it was. Um and then me and Jake Fire tried to find it, and then Joe was so happy to say, Oh, you never found it. Uh when we know we did, but he didn't want to You actually did find it and you sent it to me and I and I denied it, but you did find yeah, it. Yeah. Duh. Okay. What else uh, would it be? Yeah. Last Sorry. one. I apologize for, for the listeners and to you for that <laughs> reference for trying to provide some light. Last one. Night. Uh, nice rhyme. Last one. Montana. Six Montana versus three James Madison. This one's on Friday. Huh. I got something to watch on Friday. Well, I am going to be at <laughs> a terrible terrible i'm gonna have my phone out i agreed to go to i'll tell you after the show i agreed to go stop to, saying things like that i i, I huh. agreed to, <laughs> i'll have something to watch no, what is that I supposed agreed, to I, mean i agreed to i agreed to go to uh this 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 person's uh work party and i uh i fully regret agreeing oh, to do it i think i told you i'll tell you about bail. details. you did tell me i did tell I you know the about details. it bail i'm gonna be on my phone the whole time the, the details are worse. So oh, because then, then, then everyone's gonna be like, "Why is he on his phone the whole time?" Just, just get food poisoning or something. Get food poisoning. Yeah, do something like that. I gotta do something more dramatic than food poisoning. What? I don't know. I'll come up with something. Um, Send this Joe game his is at here, four p.m. Pacific time. Seven only, p.m. Eastern time. How about a listener request? Okay. Uh, send in your best ways to either Jody Leon at Jody Leon or at Sanderson Radio on Twitter that you have uh, gotten out of engagements. Your best excuse. And what then, I should use as my excuse. That, that's the, the better thing. Either the most liked or the best one Joe will use and he will get out of his party on Friday night. I thought you were going to suggest and I was going to agree with this. Uh, if a listener comes and hits me with their car, um, I, you know that would also be much appreciated because then I won't have to go if I'm have been hit by a vehicle. Wait, do, you, do you like getting hit vehicle <laughs> interactions? Vehicle That's what you, you like vehicle accidents now? <laughs> Apparently. Mayhem uh, from whatever. State Farm. I hope the person invited me does not listen to this show. I don't think that they do. So that should be. Fun. I hope they do. Oh, it'll make, things a lot, it'll make things a lot easier. <laughs> Rescind your invite. <laughs> get, a, imagine get a text on Friday morning. I heard what you said. <laughs> It's all good. I understand. Oh, that would make it so much worse. Um, oh, okay, you never, you never, you never. Sean, JMU, Montana. What do you What do you think, dude? <coughs> this game is so frustrating because Montana is on like the heater of all heaters, and then JMU is just. I, I guess they're just going to get hot too. So we're, we're this might be game of the weekend. It very it it, it probably will be. And Montana having to, it's in it's in Harrisonburg, right? Has to be. Yeah, they're the higher seated. They don't have Montana having to fly to JMU. That is a tough beat, and I like that they have to fly to JMU, and it's not all neutral site, all playoffs. You know, it's neutral neutral site when you get to Frisco. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a mini jag. JMU is just firing on all cylinders. Montana is too, but I think JMU has the athletes. And uh, oh, here we go. Joe's tapping out. J- Montana has athletes and they got Eat good hard, uh, hard-nosed players and they got, they fly to the ball. They, Montana will fly to the ball. I'll give them that. JMU's got the athletes though. 
and they are mad at the CAA and they're pissed. So they're playing for something. Uh, their basketball team just beat UVA and their students mm. were pissed. They charged the court. The whole, the whole, a lot of people are mad at the CAA for, for being proud of that victory, which they dude, shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. The whole uh, campus pissed at the CAA, which is fine with me because, but maybe it's not. I don't know. JMU, what are we rooting for? JMU, I don't know, two for two there. Nice, yawn. Um, thanks. Joe's turn to talk now. Go ahead. You got a, it. No, it's been a long day. JMU you're, you're is playing for talking. something is what I'm saying. JMU you're is playing for talking. something. Sorry, I won't get it. I'm sure you won't yawn ever at your dinner. I, 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 made, I made the mistake. I'm. I keep thinking that I'm like built to wake up at 5 a.m. still and go to the gym before work, and I'm no. not doing it anymore. I'm going at night. I'm going. I'm done doing it because I feel like crap the whole day because I'm tired, and then I like pass out at nine. It's I. I hate it. It sucks. And I also start work late. Whatever. This game, I think, though, Sean is probably the best matchup that we have. Oh, sounds because familiar. both these both these teams threw up so much offensive production and you threw up so much in the South Dakota state trash can. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Chad and Brendan were there to witness it. Sorry. Um, just trying to go baby face again. I, I already yeah. went heel too hard. This, this episode. Yeah. This is a really good matchup though, because of how well they played last week. They are riding a wave of offensive production. Probably the hardest one for me to predict who I think is going to be the winner. Montana has, I think the better defense than JMU. Oh, it's close, but dude. J- it's but JMU line is raw. JMU has the deeper, more explosive offense than Montana. Okay. So, w- with that being said, I- I'm narrowly picking JMU to win this one. Uh, I got a little bit more confidence in their quarterback situation, especially because Cole Johnson is is on a heater. He's he's looking pretty good over these past couple games. So, I- I'm going with JMU in this one. What are you doing? It's like it sounded like there was a train outside. I can kind of hear a train. It's a bus. Big ass bus. Zip it. All right, you got any final thoughts on this game before we wrap this up? Um I had one. Uh no, I was just gonna throw you under the bus. Uh enjoy the FCS football because it's gonna be gone soon. And then we're gonna be talking moving on the offseason. What are you doing? Nothing. I just that was a very bleak you, comment you, to make. You're opening something. Oh, I was just opening up the, the, the YouTube so I could upload the video as soon as you're done. It sounded like you're opening with something with your hands. No, I didn't open anything with my hands. Okay. Maybe it's still this bus. Enjoy the FCS playoffs, no matter who you root for, because it's going to be gone for a little bit. And then we get to talk about the draft, and we get to talk about uh, players going into the NFL or wherever else. And that'll be fun, but this is what we waited for all season. And then all the listeners that stuck with us through the regular season, and then especially... The listeners that stuck through last season during that fall and that spring, take your victory lap this Wait. week. What? Why? Why are you like doing like closing remarks when we've got? I'm trying more. to say something nice to the listeners. What do you want to say? We've drive got three nice, more weeks. Drive we've, safely. We've got three more. Let's, this is let's, the pocket, Joe. This is the pocket where it's the best. This is the pocket. We're in it because there's still a lot of games. Let's let's talk about this after the national championship. No. Say our thank yous no. after the national championship. What? No. This is when FCS football is the best. Uh, right now. It is, but I don't know why you're giving your thank because yous. Because you need to soak it in as a listener. I'm what are you so, looking forward to? You're what are you looking forward man. to? I'm looking forward to watching football this weekend. I'm not thinking about the season being over. There's still three more 
uh, I'm rounds saying left. soak it in. God, I hate you. Drive what is safe, wrong everybody. With you? No, 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 no. Drive at this Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson no, Radio. This show stinks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.